Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show. You know what today is. It's Friday. We're a little bit at 8.30-ish p.m. EST time, and we have the amazing Jeff Steinberg here. He is nicknamed the Tiny Giant, but his heart is as big as the world. With everything that he does, I'm just so excited to have him in the house today. And so what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead. Yes, we're going to go ahead and get started so that we can bring the amazing Jeff Steinberg on so that you can be inspired. This is an episode, especially for those of you who need inspiration, who need hope during the times that we're living in today. He really Get your tissue box, ladies, because you're going to be crying nine times out of ten. See you in a moment. Welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, a show to motivate you and introduce you to celebrities, authors, singers, and standout entrepreneurs that are making a positive impact in the world. Men and women coming together to share knowledge, having upbuilding conversations centered around business, wellness, and life. We connect you with some amazing people and opportunities. It's your time to shine, and we help you do that. We love sharing your stories of success and spotlighting you, the entrepreneur. We love to laugh. We love to smile. We love celebrating you, and we love having fun. So go grab a seat, get a snack, and don't forget your beverage. It's time for you to come share, shine, and grow. Yes, it's time for the Tina Ramsey Show. Let's get it started with your host. Coach Tina Ramsey. We are back and I'm ecstatic to have the amazing Jeff Steinberg on. He stands four foot six tall on, well, his bio said on wobbly legs, he holds a microphone with the metal hooks that's attached and he commands the entire stage and fills the auditoriums with his unique message. You're, you are a masterpiece in progress. He's a speaker. He's an author. He's an entertainer. And I personally say he is a motivational speaker, just letting you know that you have what you need in order to be whoever you want to be. So without further ado, let's bring in the room the amazing Jeff Steinberg. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I, wait, wait, I have some of that for you. Wait a minute, let me get it for you right quick because listen, I am so, let's give him some applause people. Can we give him a little bit of applause? All right, there you go. Now, this is the sound of one hand clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so happy to have you here on today, um, leading into the day of the weekend of mothers, (laughs) the weekend of mothers. And, um, Jeff, you really, you impressed me a lot. I saw your story. I saw everything that you do. And I really want individuals to see something else amazing about you. So I'm going to play this small clip about you so they can get to know you a little bit more. And then we're just going to elaborate on some of the things that they're seeing and get our conversation started. Okay. Okay. Next on the Tina Ramsey show, we have Jeff Steinberg, the tiny giant. A handicap is anything that keeps me from being or becoming all that I was created to be. So what's your handicap? Now, we all have them. It's just that for some of us, you can see it. I'm a masterpiece in progress. You're a masterpiece in progress. You're a masterpiece in progress. 
let me tell you my story. I was born August 18, 1951 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania with what the doctors call phocomycelia. I have no arms, mangled malformed legs, and almost no prospect to live or survive. There's a bigger message. That all that I can be, I can be. I have potential. I have possibilities. This You've been down before, but that's okay. Come share Shiny Grow on the Tina Ramsey Show every Friday at 8.30 p.m. All right, listen. I'm watching the video and getting emotional because I see what you have to endure when you change all those challenges. Because many times with us, we go through so many hard times. And with this world going through this massive pandemic, a massive shift, uh, some people are just dealing with a struggle right now. They, they're not accustomed to it. But you came into the world with the odds against you. But yet you turn your life into an inspiration for the world. So, Jeff, who is Jeff? I want you to tell your story to all of us. Well, first of all, one of the things that I've learned in my life is that I, I have a friend. His, his name is Roger Salam. And one of the things that Roger tells an audience is, the smart man, the wise man, the most successful man is not the man with all the answers. He's the man who knows what questions to ask. And if you're not getting the answers you want, it's probably because you're asking all the wrong questions. Zig Ziglar said how high you fly depends on how high you aim. Attitude determines altitude. My name is Jeff Steinberg, and I was born August 18, 1951, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I have no arms and no hands. I was a thalidomide baby. For those of you who, who don't know, thalidomide was a drug that came into the United States in 1948 and was used to help women who were having trouble keeping their pregnancy either through spotting, through uh, uh, nausea, or whatever the, uh, whatever the uh, reason or the circumstances. And so my mother was given this brand new untried drug. And all we knew was that it would boost her immune system. But it did that and a lot more. Babies born as a product of thalidomide were usually born with either... Uh, deformed limbs, deformed bones in their limbs, or shortened limbs. In my case, I have no arms. I have a six-inch stump on this side, nothing over here, and both of my legs were bent crisscross, kind of like a doctor, like an Indian sits in a powwow back in the old westerns. My mother didn't know about my disability for months. And uh, that was what my father wanted was that, you know, if they didn't think I was going to live, there was no point in telling her all about me so she could attach herself to me. But I think he did her a terrible disservice because ultimately he cheated her out of the very thing that she needed 
in order to rise above the circumstance. I mentioned asking the right questions because the very first question is, who am I? And every one of us has a story to tell. Many of us don't like our story. Uh, I'm too tall, I'm too short, my ears stick out, my nose is too big, I've got freckles, I've got zits, my freckles have zits. My mother did not know about my disability till I was almost 17 months old and she didn't see me for the very first time until I was nearly two years old in a children's welfare shelter in Philadelphia. She picked me up. She held me in her arms. She paced the floor with me in her arms, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then she placed me back where she found me, swung around and stood as tall as her four foot eight frame would hold her and said to my father, Irving, take me home. I'm ready to leave now. It would be many years later and many tears later before my mom and I would come face to face on the subject. And she would look me in the eye and she would tell me, Jeffrey, I did not nurse you. I did not raise you. I didn't even know how to love you. Wow. Telling the story on a Mother's Day about a mom who tells her only son to have three sisters, but I'm the only boy, telling her only son, I didn't know how to love you. That'll make your day. I, uh, I was placed into the Shriners Hospital for Crippled Children in Philadelphia. There, Dr. John Royal Moore, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery, operated on my legs to straighten them, discovered there was no joint in my right knee. He broke the bones. He fused my leg back together stiff. He cleaned away valuable growth tissue. And I'll always be four feet, six inches tall. Michael Jordan, eat your heart out. I learned to do all kinds of things with my feet. I learned to write with my feet. Tina, can you write with your feet? I used to suck my big toe. No, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> I learned to feed myself with my feet. Can you feed yourself with your feet? No, I can't. How about Curtis? Can he feed himself with his feet? Uh, he can barely feed himself with his hands. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I heard he was pretty good at putting his feet in his mouth. <laughs> I think I'm in trouble now. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I was in Shriners Hospital in and out for about five and a half years, and I had multiple surgeries to straighten my legs, to fit me with my first leg braces, and uh, to fit me with my very first artificial arm which at the time was nothing more than a stump socket with a spoon attached on the end that I could learn to feed myself with my, with, with my arm. Nowadays, I have a myoelectric arm that uh, is battery-powered, and, uh, you know, I take my arm off at night, and I lay it beside my bed. I stand my leg up, take my leg off. I stand it up beside my bed. I'm not half the man you think I am. It's, it's, that's what really happens is my message to you is two things. When you're talking about who you are, number one, don't make the mistake of mixing up who you are with what you do. Oftentimes, we'll walk up to somebody, we'll say, hey, I'm Tina Ramsey, and I am a coach. Well, mm -hmm. coaching is not who you are. Coaching is what you do. Exactly. Who you are 
is one of God's children, Tina Ramsey, a masterpiece. And if we fail to make to separate the difference between who we are and what we do, our lives can get pretty messy. The second thing is don't let your circumstance define you. I am not the little boy with no arms. I am not the four foot six inches six inch guy with one leg shorter than the other and one leg that doesn't bend and the other one doesn't straighten. My circumstance doesn't define me. But if I allow it to, my circumstance can refine me. It can make me better. It can make me stronger. It can make me more focused. It can make me zero in on what it is, who it is I am, and what I have. Now, the first question is, who am I? Second question, what are my talents, my gifts, my abilities, and my limitations? You see, I have potential, but I have to make use of that potential. I can't just sit on it and say, well, I'm Jeff Steinberg, and this is who I am, but I've got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to acknowledge my limitations as much as I have to acknowledge my abilities. To, die, to deny one makes the other one useless. Because every one of us has to overcome something. That's true. All that I can be, I must be. Because to settle for anything else is to settle for less. Now, as a believer, second best is never good enough for me. That doesn't mean that if I come in second, that's not okay. Because the truth is, if I give it my best, then it doesn't matter whether I come in first, second, or third. See what I'm saying? Exactly. Well, Jeff, hold that thought. We have to take some commercial break from from our sponsors, but we're going to come back after the commercial and go even deeper into this. You guys, like, share, follow, and make sure to follow Jeff on um, Jeff Steinberg on all social media platforms. You will see it with our uh, blog so that you can be inspired because he sings he's an author and he motivates you and help you see things differently and realize how amazing we truly are so with that note let's go ahead and take this commercial break these commercial breaks are you looking for a natural boutique then look no more kiefer's the natural choice boutique and gift shop located in camden south carolina we have all natural products ranging from deodorants, natural soaps, natural hair and skincare products, and everything that you need. But wait, there's more. At Kiefer's, you can also get women apparel, handbags, women's shoes, and jewelry. Visit us today at Keepers, the natural choice, boutique, and gift shop. And be sure to follow us at Keepers Boutique and visit us in person at 2639 Suite D, Broad Street, Camden, South Carolina. Or visit our website at W. Yo, yo, right now I want to give a huge shout out to Tina Ramsey and the Tina Ramsey Show. I was a guest on her show about three months ago and... The response was outstanding, and she continued to support my brand, continued to support everything that I do as an actor, as a singer, and as an author. Um, my book sales have skyrocketed uh, since I did her show, so I just want to give a shout-out and a huge thank you to Tina Ramsey. And remember to hit Amazon and type in This Week and get the book by Mike Wells that will inspire you 
that will encourage you to have the best weeks of your life. Tina Ramsey, you truth. I work with entrepreneurs to create that type of brilliant business that is worthy of being sold or being inherited by our loved ones. So this is Dr. Liddy and you were watching and listening to the Tina Ramsey show. And with just like that, we are back. We have the amazing Jeff Steinberg who is sharing his life journey with us and sharing his relationship with his mom and how it was to handle the circumstance of his um and I don't know if you like the term disabilities. How did you feel about that? How well, do you actually, feel about uh that actually, term? Actually, I have disabilities, but I am not okay. disabled. See, it's See, that's about, what I it's all about terminology. I was told once, I'm not I'm not Tina, I'm not very good at, at political correctness. In fact, yes. I think at it. I was at a I was privileged a number of years ago to uh, sing and speak for the luncheon for the President's mm -hmm. Council on Hiring Persons with Disabilities in Washington, D.C. many, many years ago. And I must have used the word handicap way too many times because this rather elegantly dressed blonde woman in a suit with wrist crutches came up to me and I knew who she was. And I, I said, hey, Mary. And she said, Jeffrey. Now, I know what it means when my mother says, Jeffrey, it means it isn't going to end well for me. So she says, Jeffrey, if you're going to make it in this industry, I said, industry, I said, what, Mary, we're we're manufacturing handicapped people. She said, if you're going to make it in this movement, you're going to have to learn to use the proper terminology. So I said, fair enough. What is the proper terminology? He said, disabled. I said, but Mary, I'm not. She said, what? I said, I am not disabled. Disabled suggests that I am not able to. Mm-hmm. I said, and that's why I don't like it. <laughs> I said, let's see. I am a singer. I am a speaker. I am a comedian humorist. I am an author. I am married. I have children. I have grandchildren. I am incredibly talented, very, very cute, and mostly humble. Now, which part of my life is not able? She said, well, how about physically challenged? I said, aren't we all? Yes, we all. <laughs> we are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she looked at me funny. She said, excuse me. I said, Mary. I said, go to the top floor of the Washington Hilton. I said, go to a window. Open the window. Step out on the ledge. Step off the ledge. Clap your arms as fast as you can, and you will find a physical challenge you can neither meet. I said, if it is imperative that I learn to use the proper terminology, now listen to this, it is just as imperative that you use the terminology properly. Funny thing is, I didn't get booked back the next year. <laughs> Can't imagine why. Oh, yes. See, the reason why I said that is because I have a child that has, I do not like the terms, and I use the quotation mark, special needs. Um, I like to say learning differences because we all just simply learn differently. And we mm -hmm. have to go about things a different way. Um, and my son is amazing. He has autism, but autism don't have him. So that's why when I'm talking, that's why I ask you, what do you prefer? Because I want to be respectful because I know what I don't like. <laughs> but see, and that's, that's, 
that brings me back to right before the commercial because that's what I was trying, what wanted to say was, okay, you have to acknowledge your abilities, but you also have to acknowledge your limitations. Now, by my definition, limitations, my limitations are the things that I cannot do. I need help taking a bath. I need help getting dressed. I need help with the things you don't even want to hear about. And those are the things that I cannot do. But there are just as many things as that I can do. I drive a car. Somebody asked me once, they said, how do you drive? I said, fast. <laughs> I went to get my driver's test. The officer took one look at me. I put my learner's permit on the desk in front of him. He looked at my learner's permit. He looked at me. He looked at his list to see who was on next up. He took a gulp. It was him. We walked out to the car and I knew I was in trouble when he leaned down to count the tires to make sure there were four on my car. He got in the car. He said, let's go. And off we went. We did the stop sign. We did the go sign. We did the U-turn. We did the K-turn. You know, you do know what a K-turn is, right? Yeah, we, we all have to go through all of it. Yeah, the K-turn is a three-point turn. You yeah. know, you, you pull your curb up, you pull your wheels up to the curb, but don't touch them. You back mm -hmm. up, and then you make complete the U-turn. They call it a K-turn in Pennsylvania, where I grew up. We so we... Then we, went, then we went out on US 22, which is by far the most dangerous highway on the East Coast. And when we pulled back in, I looked at him and I said, well, did I pass? Did I pass? Did I pass? And he looked at me rather Nixon-esque and he said, passed. And I think so did he, because when he got out of my car, there was a stain on the seat. <laughs> People do the strangest things when they see somebody who looks different. But each one of us is different. I mean, after all, I had a five-year-old that wanted to know why I didn't have any hands. I told him I used to bite my fingernails, and one day I went too far. He's in trauma therapy now. Here's the thing. Oh, uh, Kiever, she's Kiever. I saw her. Um, I think I think I'm going to be on her program. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, anyway, I I um, it's important to acknowledge what you can do and what you can't. Okay. The third question: Why am I here? Now, I was in a prison in England for an event, for a chapel, and, hey, Kiever, <laughs> and I, I have a song that I do that has a line in it that says, you got to fight a little harder, you got to push a little more, you got to give it everything you've got to get you through the door, and so I went down into the audience for this song, and there was a guy sitting about the fourth row on the aisle, and he looked just like a younger version of Michael Clark Duncan, the late actor, like Michael Clark Duncan. This guy had arms the size of tree trunks. Wow. And he had he had a pack of smokes wrapped around his t-shirt sleeve. And he had his arms crossed, and I come into the audience, and I'm coming right in for him. And he's giving me this look with his eyes as if to say, don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. So, Tina, I didn't. I did it without thinking. I came up to him. You got to fight a little harder. You got to push a little more. You got to give it everything you've got to get you through the door. And everybody went, <sighs> and I realized in that instant that I had just pushed the baddest man in the prison and it was not going to end well for me. Oh, so wow. after, 
after what seemed like forever it was only a few seconds the biggest widest whitest grin came across his face and a voice in my head said gotcha I went back to the platform I finished the song and I did something I almost never do I threw it open for questions and immediately his hand was the first one in the air and immediately my head turned elsewhere because I wanted nothing to do with him and what was going to happen but when I couldn't get away I finally looked at him and I said and I, I called on him and he looked at me and he said why are you here and I started to say something and he said no 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 why are you in my prison in this prison and I looked him straight in the eye and I said sir look over your left shoulder behind you do you see that window with the bars and every head in the audience turned to look at that window with the bars he said yes I said now do you see the razor wire wrapped around the barbed wire fence on the other side of the window with the bars he said yes I said in the now I'm going to be on the other side of the and you're going to still be here in jail in prison so I'm not going to mince words I said I'm here to tell you that you can go back to your 12 by 12 cell you can look in the mirror above the metal sink next to the metal toilet in your 12 by 12 cell and you never have to see a convict or a prisoner again that you can see redemption that you can see a masterpiece why are you here Fourth mm. thing what are my limits and my boundaries we have to have them you know now I, I mentioned that my limitations are the things I cannot do my limits are the things I will not do I will not sell my good name and reputation for a dollar or a gig yes we have to have boundaries because the boundaries keep us from getting it wrong or having to do it over again that's true and we as a society for whatever reason have forgotten the need for boundaries when I was in college I had a teacher a professor and we got to talking about freedom and one of the things that he said that has stuck with me I mean it it has stuck with me all these years it, he looked at me and he looked at the class and he said your freedom ends where my nose begins boundaries you can do anything you want to up until it touches me or infringes on me or hurts me same thing with me my boundaries have to be that I cannot say or do anything that I want because if it hurts you it's not freedom what are my boundaries what are my limitations you know what are my limits rather and the fifth question this was the hardest what kind of a mark will I leave behind for having been here you know when I when I wrote my book I called my mom I was living in Pennsylvania and I called my mom and I said mom I said 
I have the opportunity to write a book about my life. And we, me and the other gentleman that's working with me on the project would like to come and interview you. And immediately her response was, her response was that um, it's my story and uh, it's nobody else's business. And I said, mom, I said, how many parents get to tell the story of their son or their daughter being a success? How many moms can tell the story of a guy with no arms who gets to stand on stages or be on national television or be in front of thousands of people? It was hard for her. And she looked at me when we did the interview and she said, Jeffrey, I don't know what you want from me. She said, I can't, can't send you to bed, you know, like I used to. I can't be the mom that I wasn't or that you needed. Can't send you to bed without dinner. And I said, I'm not looking for you to go back and do it over. What I want you to do, what I want to do is be friends with you now. It's been a long process, but I'm happy to say that God is healing the relationship between my mom and me. We talk on the phone about once every two weeks or so. I call her to find out how she was, how she's doing. She's 98 years old, by the way. And I just talked to her last week because Ellen and I, my wife and I, celebrated 28 years of marriage. Marriage was something that my mom didn't think I would ever or should ever do. And I have a son and I have a grandson. I mean, I actually, between Ellen and me, we have, um, we have four children because we're a blended family. One night we got blended <laughs> and, uh, we have uh, four children, three boys and a girl, and we have 10 grandchildren. We have nine and one on the way that will be here this month uh, in May. And what I'm, what I'm telling you is every day we leave a mark. Every day we leave, I'm, I'm not talking about what kind of a mark are we gonna leave behind when they see me in the box. Truth be told, uh, Tina, when when I'm laid out in the box, I want a sign put on the hinge that says, don't I look like myself? I, I've even thought about, do you ever see the, the, the thing that's been going around Facebook, you know, when I die at my funeral, I want the organist to play Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> it's so much goes on social media. <laughs> and, when it, and when it gets to the part where it goes pop goes the weasel, you know everybody's going to be looking to see if I'm going to pop up. <laughs> here's, the thing. here's the thing. We leave a mark in people's lives every single day, for good or for bad. You remember the prisoner? I'm going to go back to that prisoner. And I went back five years later. I uh, saw the chaplain and I said to her, whatever happened to, and I nodded in the direction of the chair where he was sitting. I didn't even know the guy's name. She smiled at me and she said, you don't know, do you? I said, what is it I don't know? Of course I don't know what I don't know. She said, when you left that day, that evening, he and several of the others that were at the show or at the chapel went downstairs in the common room. And all he talked about was the little man with no arms that got up in his face and changed his life. And that night, he made a commitment to faith and gave his life to the Lord. She said, but that's wow. not the best. 
that's not the best part. And I said, okay. She said he had eight weeks left on his sentence. All he talked about for the entire eight weeks, except for what he was required to, all he talked about was the little man with no arms that changed his life and his newfound faith. Mm. But she said, that's not the best part of the story. I said, Jillian, I said, how does it get any better than that? She said, eight weeks later, when he was released from prison, I found out later he went back to Nigeria and became a pastor. Wow. Every day we leave a mark on somebody's life. But the kind of mark you leave behind is your choice. You get to choose whether it's a good one or a bad one. You get to choose whether it's positive or negative. You get to choose. And life is all about choices. Here's what you need to know. I was born with no arms. But I am not handicapped. Because a real handicap is anything that keeps me from being or becoming all that I was created to be. All that I was designed to be. I'm a masterpiece in progress. I'm designed to be a masterpiece in progress. And here's the thing that we forget. That means I have a choice. I can choose to let my circumstance handicap me. I can choose to let the opinions of others handicap me. I can choose to let the road ahead and all of its obstacles, potential obstacles handicap me. We've just gone through COVID. We've just gone through some of the most devastating, the most devastating year in my history. In now, everyone's history. Human I, history. I, that's right. I've faced surgeries. I've faced disappointments. I almost died. But this year has been a struggle for most of us. But it doesn't have to handicap us. It doesn't have to hold us back. It doesn't have to define us. It doesn't have to keep us down. Be encouraged, my friend. Because you're a masterpiece. And you're a masterpiece. And Tina, you're a masterpiece. And Curtis, you're a masterpiece. You see... It's all about what we're willing to allow him to do through us. My story. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, that that's that's who I am. That's my story. You know? And and my challenge to you is to know who you are. Know what you have to, what you bring to the table. Good or bad. The the positives the things that you can do. I'll never be a basketball player, even though a pastor friend of mine called me hookshot once and it stuck. <laughs> I was in a restaurant one time and the waitress looked at me and looked at uh, my assistant, looked at me, looked at my assistant, and then said to him, what will he have? And he said, well, why don't you ask him? So she did. She leaned down and she said, And hey, what would you like? I'm thinking another waitress would be nice. But I was good. I was really, really, really good. It liked to kill me to be good. And I looked up at her. And being this shy, quiet 
mostly serious minded, mostly spiritually minded person that I am. And I said, <laughs> when she was done wiping herself down, I looked up at her and said, I'll give you a $10 tip. If you can tell me what it is I do, I do for a living, to which she replied, I don't have a clue. To which my friend replied, that's for sure. So I'm all set to tell her all that I do when all of a sudden my best friend of more than 50 years reached over, grabbed a hold of my hook, rotated it until it pointed toward the ceiling and announced everybody in the restaurant, he's a professional coat hanger. To which the waitress replied, really? I said, no, ma'am, I'm a brain surgeon and you're my next patient. Hop up. We can look at our lives and we can complain. We can look at our lives and we can whine and make excuses. Or we can make the most of it. Know who you are. Know what you bring to the table. Know why you're here. Know where the boundaries are and the limits are. And have in mind the kind of legacy, the kind of mark you want to leave behind. Wow. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving us all this motivation, inspiration, and also some humor too, because we talked about some topics that um, can be a little touchy at moments, but you made it in such a way that we can see how you are just an example of overcoming. And what this episode is about today is to give all of you out there who have lost your hope, who have lost your inspiration, who feel like you can't go on. Jeff Steinberg, affectionately called the tiny giant, is someone who you can look to. Now, I want you to make sure that all of you that's watching now and all of you that will be watching the replay and then for all of you that will be watching it once it goes on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, when it hit those 70 million homes, this is how you are able to stay connected and get connected with um, him. Um, you can go to his website right here. Let me see. We have a little lag. You can go to his website at thetinygiant.com. And you can go to him. He has jeffsteinberg.us. You can also follow him on LinkedIn, Jeff Steinberg, um, M-I-P. And make sure he also has a book as well that I want you guys to check out. Oh, we also have one more here, um, jeffsteinberg.net. I want you to go and check out his book, he, A Masterpiece in Progress, and also follow him on YouTube so that you can hear the song in the entirety. Um, literally, I was working hard to make sure that we could play it all, but my system would not allow me to play an MP3 <laughs> live. So um, I am going to be making sure that I share some, um, seeing him sing those songs. I want you to pay attention to the words. I want you to pay attention to the words because just listening to it and it just encouraged me today when I was listening to it. Jeff, you are such an accomplished uh, person in so many different ways. Um, hey, Sheree, she is the CEO of She Trucking. Like she is like a forerunner in the trucking industry for females and education mentorship. And they have the first ever event that's going to be taking place for truckers to go get all the information and connections that they need in order to hey, keep Sheree, us moving. Hey, Sheree, book me to come and do your event. Come and sing and speak at your event. That would be great. If you'd like to have me come and speak for your, your group or your event, I am available and uh, I would love to and I'm excited about that. My book is available on Kindle and on Amazon. You can go to my website, tinygiant.com and order it. And it's also available on audible.com. And guess who narrated yeah. it? 
Wait, you did? I did. <laughs> I edited the audio. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, so I'm just so um just as just elated in the fact that what you do and what you bring to the table, I felt like right now we needed to hear your voice, hear your story, and hear it in your own words. We can see different clips, which are amazing. We can read different things in the bio, which we did write a whole um, blog expose on you, sharing your life. However, to connect with you and hear you and see you, it just took it to a whole nother level, Jeff. So thank you so much for coming on today and giving us your time. Oh, it was a pleasure. Of course, we're going to be doing more things behind the scenes because we cannot let this um, connection stop. I have so many different ideas in which you just need to be heard in more places. You need to be in more places than you are already because what you, oh my goodness, I'm mean, not going to get in motion. I did good. I'm at the end of the interview. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but anyway, um, just thank you for being who you are. And also, I love how you broke down limitations versus challenges and how you help us to see the difference between what a dis disability versus being disabled. I love how you broke it down and how um, you made it in such a way that the next time after once somebody watched this this interview they'll think twice on the terminology per se that they'll, they'll speak they'll think twice absolutely because we really needed that and oh happy anniversary you and your well, wife you. been married for what 28 years 28 years my wife so make sure my, to tell her I'm, I'm submitting her for sainthood St. Ellen from Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is amazing. 28 years of marriage. She already said have 10, nine grandkids, one on the way, and four children. Oh, my goodness. This man's of multiple, many talents, a family man, a husband, uh, make you laugh. He can hit you on them tears, too. But, um, just an amazing inspiration. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. You can wait backstage. I'll see you in a moment. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. Wasn't he amazing? Okay. When he said that he would come on our show, I was past excited. I was like, oh my goodness and when i start doing research and seeing all the amazing things that he is doing and how he is truly an inspiration and not allowing i mean if any of us was in his circumstance not having arms not having legs you have every right to say i can't i can't i can't i can't but not jeff steinberg he flipped that he said i can i will and maybe i have some limitations here but i have a whole lot of things over here that i can do and he even impacted the life of one prisoner that changed his life from after hearing what he had to say that was simply amazing so you guys remember the tune in every friday <laughs> Tina Ramsey's show, 8.30 p.m. EST, to see yet another amazing entrepreneur, celebrity influencer, or just a person who have overcome in order to motivate you to come share, shine, and grow, yes, you know, on the Tina Ramsey show. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time and for all of you that are watching the replay i want to flash his website on the screen again check him out the tinygiant.com and also jeffsteinberg.us and make sure to go to uh all the places in order to buy his book a masterpiece in progress all of us are a masterpiece in progress and listen you are worth it so stay motivated stay connected and know that the tina ramsey show and podcast we always got your back so we'll see you later
watching Easy Way Network, your network that helps you connect with the best of the best. With over 40 TV shows, 7 networks, and 20 channels, visit EasyWayNetwork.com to learn more. CTR Enterprises is a consulting service business created for entrepreneurs and startup businesses to provide them with beneficial assistance and coaching for business development. We help you build your online presence. We provide multiple networking opportunities. Do you want to become an author? Do you want to speak on stages? Do you want to be in magazines? Do you want to build your influence? We provide PR, branding, and social media marketing help. We have resources to help business owners grow. We have a community of business leaders ready to network. We provide homeschooling consulting for busy parents and business owners. We teach you how to start a TV show or podcast. We teach you how to monetize what you do from the comfort of your home. We help entrepreneurs maintain their health naturally as they scale up their businesses. CTR Enterprises is the one-stop shop for the wants and needs of today's entrepreneur. Visit our website today at www.coachtinaramsey.com. We are here to service you. My name is Bridget Davis, CEO and founder of Queen and Her Spot, LLC. As a V-Team petitioner and a foot detox petitioner. Back in February, I decided that I wanted to start a podcast. But it was a lot of unanswered questions I was not receiving. So once I came across Learning How to Podcast with Tina Ramsey Facebook group, I decided to join. Well, I'm glad I did because I learned so much and I including the essential tools and what is needed to start the podcast and get the ball rolling. So I'm here to tell you, if you know anybody or if you want to start a podcast, please do not hesitate to join her group. You will not be disappointed. Please tune in to Embrace Her Truth Podcast. Hello there, my name is Tiffany Bell and I am with Nonprofit CEO. I specialize in helping nonprofits to grow. Uh, I had the honor and pleasure of connecting with Tina Ramsey last year through the Success Women's Conference. Since then, I've appeared on her show several times. And as a result of that, I have really um, been able to connect to some really great uh, entrepreneurs and nonprofit professionals that are part of her network. So for those of you who are not aware, Tina is a certified VCM coach. Now, when I first heard that, I was like, VCM? What does that stand for? Um, but once she explained it to me, I was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. 
So for again, for anybody that knows Tina, she's all about visibility. She's all about connection and she's all about helping people um, create a source of income through monetization. And so uh, again, Tina is just really good at what she does. If you've not connected with Tina, if you've um, seen her show or heard her podcast and you're thinking about connecting with her, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. As a result of my connections with Tina, uh, she has helped me with recruitment of speakers for my upcoming event. Um, she's also helped me to recruit several authors for uh, a few of the book projects that I have had the opportunity to produce in this past year. Um, and all in all, Tina's just a really great uh, person that she's genuine in helping entrepreneurs in reaching their goals. So again, if you have not connected with Tina, be sure that you do. The Tina Ramsey Show is definitely a great, a great, great, great venue for you to um, connect with other entrepreneurs, to connect with other individuals that are going to be interested in your service or your project. Um, this is Tiffany Bell. Again, you are watching and listening to the Tina Ramsey Show, and I look forward to being able to connect with you again. Hi, I'm Veronica Jeans, the Shopify queen, and I know the secrets to becoming successful online. I help you build your own Shopify store step-by-step step with my number one best-selling book, Shopify Made Easy. And then I have a workbook and a checklist to keep you focused and also keep you on track of what you're doing in your store as you're setting it up. And with my Shopify course of 30 videos, I show you with tips and tricks on how to launch your Shopify store fast. My books and course have helped online store owners set up their stores very quickly and start building their online business successfully and getting sales within days. You are watching and listening to the Tina Ramsey Show. Hi everybody, I am Nikki Rich, the host of the Nikki Rich Show out of Los Angeles, California. And today I want to highlight and showcase one amazing entrepreneur and talk show host. And she's a number one international bestseller and just got featured on the billboard, Miss Tina Jacob Ramsey. She is the host of the Tina Ramsey Show. You can check her out at TinaRamseyShow.com. Yes. And you can connect with her if you want to be a featured guest at TinaRamseyShow, the number one, at gmail.com. Connect with her. Follow her network. She has so much to offer. Many opportunities. So thank you. And I definitely wanted to shout out Miss Tina. Keep working, keep grinding. Thank you, Tina, for your support and you keep supporting others. Thank you so much. Yo, yo, right now I want to give a huge shout out to Tina Ramsey and the Tina Ramsey Show. I was a guest on her show about three months ago and the response was outstanding. And she continued to support my brand, continued to support everything that I do as an actor, as a singer, and as an author. Um... My book sales have skyrocketed uh, since I did her show. So I just want to give a shout out and a huge thank you to Tina Ramsey. And remember to hit Amazon and type in This Week and get the book by Mac Wells that will inspire you, that will encourage you to have the best weeks of your life. Tina Ramsey, you're the truth. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. We enjoy having you with us on this episode. Make sure to tune in next week, every Friday at 8 p.m. and see who our next exciting, amazing guest will be. We love sharing with you, learning with you, growing with you, and spotlighting amazing entrepreneurs, celebrities, and celebrity influencers that are making a positive impact in the world. So until next time, stay safe, stay motivated, stay positive, and know that the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, we have your back. Talk to you later. Bye.